You're listening to What's New with Wired. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far-off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. This podcast is supported by Tools and Weapons, the podcast hosted by Microsoft Vice Chair and President Brad Smith. Each episode features insight you won't find anywhere else from the center of the conversation surrounding emerging technologies like AI. Right now on the podcast, you can hear a special episode where Brad Smith lays out Microsoft's vision for a vibrant marketplace driving the new AI economy. To hear more, follow or subscribe to Tools and Weapons with Brad Smith wherever you get your podcasts. It's today's most interesting thing in tech from Nicholas Thompson, Editor-in-Chief of Wired. Today is a sad day for American democracy. As everybody on the internet or watching TV or engaged with the news has seen, an angry mob of Trump supporters who doubt the veracity of the election results stormed the Capitol, went into Nancy Pelosi's office, took photographs in the rotunda, sacred spaces for American democracy were desecrated today. A couple of interesting tech angles on this. First, as I've said many times before, the fundamental problem with the social media platforms is that the algorithms still push people towards extreme views and into filter bubbles. It is in these kinds of filter bubbles where you can come to believe that the election was obviously stolen. You can believe that there was massive fraud, despite all of the evidence to the contrary. I don't think that what happened today would have happened if the social media companies had made a different set of decisions five years ago, 10 years ago. They have worked hard to address these problems, but not sufficiently. Another thing that's really interesting is the question that has come up for the tech companies about what to do when someone posts an image or a video of themselves violating the law. For example, breaking into a congresswoman's office, sitting at her desk. On the one hand, you might say, well, wait a second. The platform should take that down. It is an example of an illegal act. And in fact, allowing people to post these pictures incentivizes these actions. One of the most striking photographs from today is a guy dressed up like Daniel Boone, standing right there on the Senate floor, and someone's taking a picture of him. It's clear that the goal there is to have a photograph, probably one that's going to be put on Instagram or wherever. The platforms make it clear that they won't allow you to share these photos. Maybe people would do fewer illegal things. But on the other hand, people are posting evidence of themselves breaking the law that could be useful to law enforcement. Do you really want to take it down? I was intrigued when I saw that someone on Reddit had set up a site and a way for people to upload footage that the mob had put up of themselves before they sober up and start to delete it. In a way, that's creepy, right? You're crowdsourcing prosecution. On the other hand, it's a way of preserving evidence. 
The other big tech question that has come up today, of course, is should Facebook and Twitter remove President Trump? He posted a short video today where he praised the rioters. He said stop, but he basically praised them. And it seems, in fact, like he's maybe enjoying what is happening. In that video, he also talked about the election fraud and how votes were stolen and a whole bunch of other nonsense. Twitter labeled it and said this might be false, but is it time to just say enough is enough? Alex Stamos, who used to run security at Facebook, tweeted, there's always been a debate about whether to remove President Trump, but that has all been predicated on the idea that he was upholding constitutional democracy. And if he's helping to incite a riot against <laughs> Congress and the Senate, well, then maybe it's time for the rules to change. I'll be very interested to see whether the platforms take action. I doubt it. But part of the real reason they didn't take action over the last four years is because of their fear of retribution. They don't really have that so much anymore. We'll see what happens in the next few days. God willing, the protesters will leave, be taken out. This will end. American democracy, which I love, so many of you love, American democracy will be restored. All right, it's a tough day in the United States, but there are all kinds of interesting tech angles. See you tomorrow. Get more great stories from Wired in our daily newsletter. Sign up at wired.com slash daily. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.